have your headset. I labeled all the headsets when I was taking everything down. Oh, yeah, I noticed that, actually. We need to change mine. <laughs> to either the scientist or the technician. <laughs> this is WCC right now. I kind of like the technician. That's got. Like, That's a sick nickname, actually. Yeah. Sounds they? like you'd like strap people to tables and like be a serial killer. I don't know. Uh, I thought he was gonna be like strapping tables. Dude, that actually looks really town. fucking good. Now that it does. So, all right. So we've just it, come up with two things. I'm now the technician. It rolls off the tongue better than white chocolate chip. The technician could be a rapper's name, also. Let's be honest here. Okay. So technician. And you now permanently have a mullet. Yeehaw. I want that fucker grown out and long as shit by best ball. Luscious. Should I get a perm once it gets at a least, little longer? At least come over once in a while so I can see the lines where we cut it and keep it there. You guys are assuming I'm committing to this more than 12 hours when I wake up tomorrow. Uh, I could. If you go this. to the bar after this and you get two chicks, you'll commit to it. You think this is going to get me the tricycle? If he gets a dude, if he gets a dude, he's committing. <laughs> well, welcome to Three Star Recruits. You might get a. Oh, you're recording. <laughs> I sure am. Oh, is that one recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always be recording, baby. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh boy. Welcome to episode 41 of the podcast. Go check us out on threestarrecruits.com. Check out our. We have another podcast. By the way, if any of you Yahoo's ever want to join that with me, you have once yeah. to just bullshit because I'm all in. All right. Just tell me when you want to do it. I can call you in or something. But some college bets out there today, which I have, a, I have an inkling that I may have picked games that are not playing today because I was like half asleep when I recorded that this morning. <laughs> so I think I, I picked was, games that don't play. I was anymore. hoping you recorded it last night. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> not a chance. I was too tired and yeah. Wow. Picks a pick. Why were you hoping that? I don't know. Okay. That's a good question too. I didn't listen to today. I was actually thinking about yesterday's. Uh also check out yeah, just check out the website. Daily Fantasy, blah blah blah, all that stuff. You know how it goes. Daily Fantasy's kicking ass again and cash again last week. It's a good week. Thank you, Devonta Adams and Aaron Rodgers. I helped out in the afternoon because there's some serious disappointments out there. All right, I digress. On to episode 41. What do you got for yeah, us? Got a little story for you guys. By the way, time out. I have to say this before we get started. Or I'm going to be sleeping on the couch for two weeks. DJ? How do you like the table? I love it. Okay. Shout out to my wife oh. who did this because she did the staining part of it. I did the clear coat. And she said, you say I never support your podcast. You better shout me out next week. I will listen to that episode. So, yes, my wife doesn't listen to the podcast, but she's probably going to listen to this week. So this even works out better for the gift that I have coming for us. Really? Yeah. I know you got now. You probably do. I've got a guess because you've mentioned it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. My well, only it's just shipped like three days ago and probably yeah. takes like three weeks. But there's like so. seven or eight coats of polycrylic on this. Oh, you could slide slide right across here. It's nice, baby. My only concern that I'm already noticing is I hope that it's not more noise feedback in the mics between phones and cans. Oh, oh we got to get some stuff. Uh, maybe play phone. on your phone less. <laughs> All right, step boy. Yeah. Mullet boy. Uh, I say with one my more, phone in my hand. One more of those, step boy, and you're off the episode. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting waved. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be excited. Speak, I mean, you've got... Yeah, well, let's get into him first, and then we'll go... So, yeah, 
he we've been talking about this for a while now. Your hair hasn't been cut since I cut it in July, which we figured out tonight. In July like fifteenth. Yeah. With basketball yeah. league in my backyard, he lost the cornhole bat. He hasn't cut it since. So he, had we, nice, he had a nice flow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we talked about doing a mullet, and he showed up tonight. I'm like, man, we should cut that. He's like, well, I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. So, like, all right. So I ran upstairs, got the clippers. I was like, don't make a mess. I'm like, no problem. We got drop cloths down here. So I grabbed like a disposable drop cloth chair. There's a the finished product. How do you do? Come around here so everybody can see on say, the camera. We should have had This like is that. my, yeah, yeah if you're right. watching on camera, we will give you a full, come over here and like chill with Ross or something. This is like the third time I've ever cut somebody's hair, I think, other than myself. I can't hear get, myself. You got to get the, get no, the look side at view, I'll though. Get the, the front view. Yeah. The side oh, view. It's business in the front, view. party in the back. That is. He's got the curls in the back, the flow. That's stellar. You don't have to be that jealous. I wish you didn't have that giant part inside <laughs> your head because the left side of your head looks perfect. Yeah. That's no joke. You're a master of your craft. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, I am unemployed. I might as well start my own barbershop in my basement. I already have a Facebook geotag that says ghetto barbershop that's my account so if you want to ever tag it when we do this oh my I don't god know, i don't know why but he lives in detroit <laughs> wow <laughs> what would you say that was just high school i don't know oh anyway so like three years ago so what's uh, your story so have you guys ever been in the car with anyone you recently met maybe a parent a kid in my case this was a kid and you're just jamming to music, and then you realize what song is on as you're singing. And you're singing along to the words? Yeah. Are we going inappropriate? Is that like, the lane yeah. that you're taking here? Yeah. So you had a yeah. kid. In, okay. So we're on the way home from daycare tonight, and I have my phone plugged in, so my iTunes is just playing. And I'm just singing, and all of a sudden I like look at the screen to see what it was on. Wheeler Walker Jr. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> finger in my butt. <laughs> was your I'm kid? like, I'm like. I'm like, whoop, next song. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I was just, like, singing, and then all of a sudden I, like, looked and saw the screen, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. Was your kid singing along? So, no. But, so her, her, my four-year-old's favorite song is Alcohol You Later by Mitchell Tenpenny, so, and she knows probably, like, 65% of the words, which is great, for- great parenting by my wife and I. I wonder if she's going to go to daycare later this week and be like, talk about fingering her butt. <laughs> Where'd you hear that? Oh, boy. Have Daddy. you ever been in a car with someone? Like, I, I think about like yeah. with your parents, and you're like, "Oh yeah. boy, switch that because you know what's coming." Yes, it's I think one time in like Luckily, high I don't school, think they were paying attention, but in high school know. when the aux cord was a thing, like I got, I was I was driving my I drive using my dad's car, and I think I took him maybe to drop his our other car off the shop, and I was like, oh, "I'll pick you up," or he's going to pick it up, so I'm like, "I'll give you a ride." So I had my phone plugged in and DMX just like, and I totally forgot. My dad like got in the car and it was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things like, you just, especially when, as soon as I say Wheeler Walker Jr., it's not good. No, right from beginning. <laughs> nothing about that serenades chicks. I'm just surprised kids. you guys had aux cables when you were in high school. I would have thought you were going to say eight tracks. Oh my Jeez. God. Holy cow. Oh, man. Get out I of need here. a sizzle sound next. <laughs> Get out of here. I graduated in 04. <laughs> Jeez. You were still eating like ice cream off a wooden spoon in the elementary school. <laughs> he was eating Thanksgiving dinner in a little cup still. No. <laughs> Wood or uh, paint chips off the window still, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> 
So we're not talking much about sports right now, but I have another question for you guys. Uh, you and I have actually talked about this. And I want, since the wife's going to listen to this episode, I want to hear your guys' opinion on this. I brought up to her before that she should do a podcast about new parents and do it with Nicole or a few others. You mentioned, like, oh, maybe my sister would be interested once in a while, like, whatever, calling in. Nope. And then all this kind of went by the wayside. And then the other day she brought it up to me, she was like, I think I want to do it, but no one's going to listen. I'm like, well, you can't go into it with that mentality. But I think. I think if she plans out the first like few episodes, like from the start, like her first trimester, some other things, some you know, then eventually get into like the baby's born, some stories. I think it'd be a quality podcast. Yeah, and I, I think if you do some research and start figuring out those hashtags, you're gonna find it. Especially on fa- I think I think Facebook is the way to go. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of groups on there F- that Facebook, at least my Facebook these days, is flooded with. People about women about my age and telling stories of conversations they're having with like their three year olds. But you can just post my, it to her personal Facebook. My neighbor that I won't name, she has been posting like conversations she has with her daughter, who I think is like three, and they're hilarious. I think discussing those types of things on a podcast would probably be see re- relatable stories, if you will. I love I love your mom's conversations with your nephew. Oh, yeah, my mom. My mom posts her. You see, see the ones we get in text that don't make it to Facebook. <laughs> One quick little thing before we move on, because if not, it'll be gone forever. Uh, you know, in the zeitgeist now, there's that term mansplained. Yeah. I feel like in the podcast of that, you could have momsplained and have someone like an idiot like me that knows nothing about being a parent right. come on and yeah, momsplain yeah. at me and things like that. I I think that's a great idea. It's not even like, it's not like we know how to raise I mean, It's our first kid. They, Wait, they don't come in the structure. There's no manual. manual? I thought no. that comes out after. No. Oh. Yeah, it's like a it's like the CVS receipt. It's just like you yeah, it just way too long. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah. So there it is. Reinforcements. So, all right. Let's talk about sports. Hit us over there. What you got? What do you want? Let's talk ball. Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> <ball>. uh, <laughs> all right. So I texted you guys earlier. Some potential. Top top five free agents in my eyes, potentially where they're landing, because we really haven't seen anybody sign. There's been I wrote down four names that have semi bigger names that have signed already. Um, Carlos Santana was with the Indians, went to the Royals on a two year deal, which was an odd deal to me. I don't know how that seems to you to move from a team that potentially is in a lot better contention than where the Royals are. He's same division. But I think the Indians are really looking. As a, I think they're looking to get rid of Lindor as well. Mm-hmm. So they're almost in a rebuilding Which phase. Sad, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. I, I think they're one of the teams that like baseball's kind of better when they're good. They're a fun organization. Right. I think in Santana's t- case, I don't know. I don't know what or if Cleveland offered him anything. But I think nowadays you don't see. There's no loyalty among the players as far as staying with an organization. Or staying with a winning organization, extremely if, rare. If right. there's a, a winning organization that offers a player ten million a year, and a losing organization that offers them twelve million, he's going to go chase that twelve, right? The extra oh, yeah. two million, which yeah. to me doesn't doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'd rather stay on a winning team and still get paid ten sheets. You know, yeah, and, and have a chance. So. I don't think the Roy- I mean, maybe the Indians aren't making the playoffs either this year, but I think the Royals are f- further back than. And you'd make the that Indians. two million up in your in your brand, your personal brand. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, a couple other quick signings. Charlie Morton signed one-year deal with the Braves. Uh, Stroman, I'm still confused on this. He re- re-signed with the Mets for a year, but he's still kind of a free agent. So I don't, I don't know how that's working. I saw he signed a one-year deal. So, um, And then Drew Smiley signed a one-year deal with the Braves. Who Look, look that up, stat boy. What's Stroman? Uh, Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman. What's his contract situation? The thing, last week they, they had that uh, whatever day it was that they had to – Tender okay. contracts to some guys. We saw we talked about Gary Sanchez yeah. a little bit. There's something there where you're not you're not really offering the guy a contract. It, you're signing some sort of yeah. commitment to and offer the them. Thing something. I read it, it said he signed. Yeah, so. he signed a one year eighteen point nine million contract. So okay, so that's and I and that's a done deal. Guys. Obviously, the he's a good pitcher, but he didn't pitch last year. Mm-hmm. He didn't pitch. I don't think he pitched much the year before he got hurt. He was out. He might have pitched half the season in New York then. Is that the year he got traded? Yeah, from Toronto, New York. Or I, yeah, I guess he pitched in Toronto, and then he made like four or five starts in New York. That was two York. years ago, twenty eighteen. Uh, he played eleven games for the Mets in twenty nineteen. Yeah, he played twenty one for Toronto in twenty nineteen as well. Okay, so last year's and in twenty eighteen he only played oh, nineteen games ago. though. When he was in Toronto in uh, twenty eighteen, he only played. Did he pitch games. at all last year in twenty twenty? No, it doesn't no. have it listed for career okay. stats. At yeah, all. I didn't. I didn't think he. Even through an inning. Okay. Was um, it injury or opt out? I think he was injury. Okay. I think so too, yeah. I'm trying to find that. So That's a lot of money then. Yeah. For him. Right. But obviously if he's trying to prove himself, so if he's getting 18.9 and he has a good year with the Mets, he's sitting pretty probably yeah. next year on a four- or five-year deal. Because he's only 27, maybe, 28. He's he's younger. So. Somewhere around there. So a couple he's free 29, agents. 29, yeah. 29. So a couple of free agents. So big ones. The five I have, and I'll kind of get in my predictions where they're going to be: Trevor Bauer, DJ LeMahieu, Marcelo Zuna, George Springer, and JT Real Muto. Bauer. So there's been talk. Bauer, Mets talking to him. I know the Mets have money. The Mets have been linked to a lot of people. The Mets are finally in a situation with their new owner where I think they're not going to cheap out. Yeah, which obviously we always think about, at least I do, I guess. I always think about the Mets. They're always linked to free agents, isn't but they never owner, sign them. Isn't the Mets now, and they have an owner, but it's an ownership group. He's just kind right. of the head of it. Yeah. So there's money there. Um, yeah, Bauer's been playing the field, no pun intended, for a while now. Like, right during the World Series, I think he was posting stuff right after. Yeah, you know, he's been posting stuff about travels. the Dodgers, the Angels. He posted a picture the other day of him in a Yankees uniform. Yeah, he's. So you know he's, he's out there just you know, that's trolling and playing the field. So yeah. Bauer, a couple of years ago, Bauer made the statement that he was never going to sign more than a one year contract for the rest of his career. He wants to take advantage of bigger money on a one year deal. If he has a good year, the next year you go sign another deal that's worth more money. You could jump around to winners if you want. I believe his last couple of years, he's only signed a one-year deal. He stayed yeah. true to that so far. I, to me, out of those guys you named, he's the wild card that I, I could picture him ended up on pretty much twenty yeah. different teams. And that so one maybe I, a team doesn't want him for one year. There's they like, want him for two, three. There's to, two teams that I think of that are very close to being good. And that well, one team made the playoffs this year is that White Sox. Yeah. And then another team is the Blue Jays. I know they have money to spend. And they obviously spent money on Ryu last year at whatever he's getting, twenty one million a year, whatever that is. So I think they're willing to spend it, but I think the Blue Jays signed LeMayhew. 
because I think the Met, he's been linked to the Mets, but I think the Mets signed Bauer, and then they go off a real Muto and sign like McCann or somebody. The Yankees James don't McCann. find if they don't sign LeMahieu, Cashman should be fired. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be in New York. That'd be the dumbest well, thing in the world the Yankees could not do. In the Bronx, I should is, say. That is the dumbest thing in the world they could do. I saw a rumor somewhere that his agent was looking around for a five-year, hundred million dollar deal to be t- so twenty mil a season, which isn't that's still to me isn't bad. That's probably a good going rate for a guy that's got two batting. Yeah, that, and that's but and, and I, I guess think it, it could be more than that. I mean, I, I I guess depending how you look at it, right, he plays second base. I don't think a lot of second basemen get paid money, but at the same time, played a lot of first base last year. Yeah, I was gonna say at the yeah. same time he's probably. Played more first and third last year for the I Yankees thought. than anything. Because I think Torres and I don't know who was it short. I think Glaber got hurt. Glaber, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking up McCann because I thought I saw this earlier. I believe he's agreed to a deal with the Mets already. Oh, really? Yeah. So if that, I think, so I believe because I think the Mets were linked to Real Muto too. So I think if they went cheaper with McCann, yeah. So I say Mets, cheaper, but it might give them options with Bauer. on CBS, CBS Sports. Uh, Mets and catcher James McCann closing in on a four-year contract. He is 30 years old. Uh, quick glance, I don't see a salary number. Okay. So my, my prediction is McCann and Bauer both in New York with the Mets. Um, LeMay, I, th- I think I think he I think he goes like Blue Jays or Red Sox. I think he stays in that division, but I don't They'd think be he'll be in the Bronx. stupid to sign him. Really stupid. What do you how big of an impact do you think that the relationship with the players on the team will play for someone like DJ? I don't think it'll have much because he's only been in New York for two years. I don't. I think. I don't think there's any loyalty as far as that stuff goes these days. In baseball specifically, you mean in, just in sports? Yeah, in base, I, think, in sports. I think baseball. Baseball's up there with lack yeah. of loyalty. Because Clint Frazier said earlier today that like he doesn't want him to leave because they've built a relationship, and he feels like. DJ's his mentor. That guy's gotten so. screwed. And yeah, they, he's in my Clint Frazier has big time. Yeah. yeah, they don't use him. And when uh, he was a top when stud Cole, for the when Garrett Pirates. when Garrett Cole was on the Pirates, and the Yankees wanted Garrett Cole prior to him going to Houston, the Yankees wouldn't trade Clint Frazier to get Garrett Cole five six years ago. Yep. And then they've basically wasted Clint Frazier since. Yeah, the Yankees have. Yeah, I I saw Clint play in Cleveland a couple of years ago. <clears throat> towards the end of the year, he uh, he played. But what pissed me off is like he's a young kid, and he, like you said, he was great prospect. Yep. And then he just sent him to AAA, and then Stanton gets hurt. He comes in for however long it was this year, put up great numbers, yeah. like and- for fifteen twenty games. As soon as Stanton came back. As soon as Stanton came back. And as a Yankee fan, I've been saying for a long time that, in my opinion, Stanton's a waste of money. Right. You can find a guy like Clint Frazier to put up as good or better numbers than Stanton yeah, for, they, that, they for th- less money. In my eyes, the Yankees think, oh, if you hit 30 home runs, you're more valuable than a guy who hits yeah. 15 yeah. home runs and strikes out half. Yeah. The Yankees, ever since they built that new stadium, they've become – Infatuated with the home run, and it they ignore sucks. all other stats. Yeah. And Lemayhu is a perfect example of that—a guy that's just won the batting title for him, and they're gonna probably let him walk because, and then end up overpaying Gary Sanchez. Yeah. We've talked about this before. We talked about it a lot during the playoffs. Was you don't win baseball games in the in October just trying to hit home runs, right? And that's what the Yankees have done a couple times, as I've noticed, is they get into the you know they play well, then they get into October. 
and everyone gets up to the plate and just tries to hit it out of the out of the stadium. I'm like, that doesn't win you baseball games in October. You have to, like you said, quote unquote, small ball mm-hmm. to a degree. Yeah, you're going to win more games. Look at the guys who've been successful in the playoffs. You know, they they just get on base. They, you know, they don't have a lineup stacked full of home run hitters. Yeah, put the ball in play, put the pitcher out of rhythm. That's how you win games in October, not continuously trying yeah. to hit home runs. And to what Russ just said, I think they won't sign LeMahieu because they want to sign Judge to a huge contract, and in my eyes, it's not worth it. Judge is probably worth a little more money just because of what he has done for the, the organization as a whole. Right, but... But you could get rid of Stanton and pay Judge some of that money. Well, yeah. Well, right, they can't get rid of Stanton for another two or three years. I think it's 2024, maybe. He's got maybe longer yeah. than that. I think Judge is worth more than the... Well, he just signed a. He did sign a. He was for the first like two years. He was making a half million dollars a year. Right. Yeah. He's probably got his. And he's making a, options or the. He signed last year. Uh, the arbitration deal was like eight million for the year. Yeah. I mean, not being a homer of a Yankee fan, if I had to pick between Judge and Lemayhew, it's clearly Lemayhew is a better hitter. I think uh, there's a value in Judge with him with his size. They gotta be similar age wise. Could be. Judge there's, is older than people yeah. realize. Yeah, I think he's like 28, 29. But he's there's a value right there. there. It's nice having a guy that's six foot eight in the, in the outfield, right? With a cannon. Well, yeah, with a six foot wall though, it helps. I mean, anywhere you go, I mean, other than like the Green Monster, I mean, it, there's a value there. He's not. It's not just as bad. I think he's almost better defensively at times than he is. He's very athletic for his size. He's got a great arm. And yeah, I don't know. He, yeah, he strikes out a lot, but at the same time. I think he works a lot of accounts. I like. I'd like to see some sort of stat, which I'm sorry, stat, but I don't even know if you can look that up. Without some serious research. The amount of times he works the full count. Right. I mean, he does that well, but he does strike out a lot. If he hit a few more base hits, I mean, problem is he's just so damn almost like too big. Right. He hits it off the bat, and it's like it's a fly ball. I just think the strikeout combination of him and Stanton. Mm. They. Yes. They both their strikeout numbers individually are higher than you would like to see, but then when you have them both back to potentially back. batting back to back in the orders when it's a real issue for their lineup. Well that's and the other thing is historically these power hitters, once they reach like their early thirties, though you see those power numbers start going down. And if you're not hitting for average then all yeah. of a sudden you've got another Gary Sanchez and for a guy that's waste of money. Six foot eight and known for his power, not his batting average, you know. To me, it's a little risky to sign him to like a, you know, an eight-year deal or something. Right. Unfortunately, though, production-wise in the playoffs, he was one of the few guys that actually produced for them and drove runs in and was successful in times. But to your point with Stanton, I always, I think Stanton needs to go. I'd really do. I understand he's got a contract there, but it was a waste of money. And I just feel like if you don't put quality hitters around Judge, you can pitch around him. If Stanton's in the lineup, it's harder to pitch around him, but then, you, like you said, you have the strikeout combination. I think that's why Judge, I think he actually let off some games. Like, he was a leadoff hitter at times. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of teams, are, Braves do it with Acuna. Obviously, he's a little quicker and stuff, with, but yeah, he's got the power. I think a lot of teams are moving to that, put a power bat. Yeah. Guy we're going to talk about soon here, George Springer. Same, Astros put him in the one spot. Yeah. What, what are you laughing at, Stat Boy? Your mullet? No, I don't, okay. don't want to, like, stomp on your – train of thought as far as what you're saying to the Yankees in the postseason. But you're gonna. They're, they're batting, going for the fences, and maybe that's not the way to go. I looked up their average runs scored per game regular season and then postseason, 
and for the last three years, they've been a run and a half more in the postseason that they average per game than they do in the regular season. Is that so? Would you say that's not that's, working if you're scoring I, more well, runs? They're playing 162 yeah, games. That, it's, it's it's. I know it's a small a bit, window compared yeah. to a big window, but Stan signed through 2027. By the way, seven more years. At, get rid of at least guy. at the lowest is 25 million, and that's the last two years. That's wasted money. He's wasted making, money. He's going to make $32 million from 2023 to 2025. Put aside production. The guy can't stay healthy. You're yeah, right. That's his biggest issue. Yes. And when he's there, he's not. And I think that's the problem is 2027. So probably every time he comes back, they're like, you you have to play him. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I remember one time, I'm like, why is this guy in a playoff roster this past year? Why is he on a playoff yeah. roster? He, did. he spent the entire season in AAA. Like, why are we playing him? It makes no sense, but then it's like, well, we're paying him twenty five. The deal also includes, I don't, and I don't know if it's a team or player option, twenty five million dollar, oh, twenty five million dollar club option for twenty twenty eight, with a ten million dollar buyout. Yeah, which is give him twenty million now and tell him hit the road. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's doing another two hundred million or more. It's good. Crazy. Give him half. So here's a hundred million. I I wouldn't take that. If you're him, you're not taking that. Right, you're being like unless you take a hundred million, sign, sign with Probably. some sucker who's going to pay you another hundred. A hundred million, give me hundred million in my bank account tomorrow. Yeah, but he's probably guaranteed two hundred. Yeah, but if he sign, he takes a hundred million and he signs someplace else. Sign somewhere else. That's for, true. He only yeah. plays half the game, so he's maybe making him out better. <laughs> if that, I guess. Uh, anyway, let's get back on this list. Yeah, screw the Yankees. All right, so the, the next two guys are interesting, and I don't know where the who they're waiting, who. The top free agents are waiting to sign for because obviously we always see that in every sport. Which which free agent are they waiting to sign so then everybody else signs? And I don't know if it's you know is a Bauer everybody's waiting for. Which does, to me that doesn't make sense. You know are these hitters waiting for? You know or all the hitters are they waiting for Real Muto to sign? But um, Marcelo Zuna, I think is interesting, and I think a lot of teams there's talk. You know is the NL moving to DH? They said not this year. Potentially, they're going to talk about it for twenty twenty two. Which, if 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 that. right, yeah, I think you and I are on the same page with that NL versus AL. But I think if the NL in twenty two twenty twenty two, they're going to say, "Hey, we're going to move to a DH," then it's probably worth giving Ozuna a four or five year deal if you're an NL team because you know, starting next year, you can DH him, which is what he did most of the time with the Braves this year. What's their logic behind that, by the way? To move to a DH is it just trying to create excitement and think it's boring. That I don't know, and I think it's. I think we're in the minority in this. Is yeah. I would much rather watch an NL baseball game because of strategy. Yeah, I think they. I think they assume it adds more offense to the game because you have a hitter hitting instead of a pitcher. Right, and it also they'll make the argument that if you have it in the entire league, you're creating well fifteen new jobs now. Right for a player to be signed as a DH. So these guys like uh, – we'll use Judge as the example. Six years from now, if Judge can't play the field anymore, but he could DH for another three years, hey, he's still got a job. But yeah. I don't know. I, I think I, about, Yeah, like Edgar Martinez, obviously, back in the day. Like, yeah. How he DH for eight years, it seemed like. I don't know. It might yeah. be even longer than that. I, yeah, I don't know how many Tomei, games he think played. Think about how much field. longer Tomei played – because he could DH, yeah. he barely he played, first base. He probably played an extra three years because he could yeah. DH. Yeah. So I, I don't know. 
I I prefer baseball as nine players. I'd rather see no DH. I just a universal DH. We'll go back to your list. But I've always wondered why why don't man as a manager or even as a pitcher, when you create your more value to yourself if you could hit. Yeah. Absolutely. Like why are managers being like, Oh no, you guys are gonna take batting practice. Yeah. I don't care if you take it as a group. There's no there's no to me there's no reason a pitcher can't learn to I don't know. You're not going to find a pitcher that's going to hit 320 home runs. But if a pitcher could hit 220, it's a huge asset to the team. Even even a, especially in the NL now, a pitcher who can handle the bat and bunt is a huge plus. Because you can see guys get up there and they just like stick the bat out there and they hope hope it hits it. But back in the day, I mean, back in the mid 90s, I used to be in Braves and I think about them. Maddox, Glavin, Smoltz could handle the bat like crazy. Yeah. I think bunting is the one thing, the thing that has most been affected by the velocity increase in the last 20 years. Because right. back then when guys were averaging 93-mile-an-hour fastballs versus right. 98 now. And there's a lot more movement, I, think, I feel like, now. Yeah, I think bunting has the one aspect of the game that's been most eliminated right. because of velocity. Yeah, increase. and I think, obviously, even think about just this year, I think in the playoffs there was only one sack bunt, maybe two, the entire playoffs, Yeah, which is crazy because in the NL – no, in a normal year with a pitcher, you would probably see two or three a game. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like they should, as a pitcher, I'd want to spend more time learning how to hit. Yeah. As a coach, I would want them to spend more time because I feel like that makes your team that much better. And I don't think any of these pitchers got to the major leagues because and got eyes on them, whether, whether they went to college or whatever, because they just pitched. Right. They're probably one time more of an all-around player yeah. in high school or whatever. Yes. So it's not like they're – Yes. It's not like they've never seen a baseball coming at them with a bat in their hand, which yep. blows yeah. my mind. Yep. So I th- Ozuna Springer, interest. I think one of those guys goes to the White Sox. Yeah. Whether I it's think, outfield think, or DH or you know what yeah. it might be for them. I think George Springer's almost a perfect fit for the White Sox. Yeah. Right now, it'd be good. Um, and I think I'm hoping the Braves resign Ozuna. I don't know if they will. That's what I was going to ask you: is why would the Braves not resign? I, I hope they do. Um, they probably don't need him. They also just signed Marcakis to a three-year extension, which is crazy to me. But is Ozuna uh, an arbitration year? No, he's just no, he's total right free agent. Is he? Okay. Yeah, they'd be which, stupid not to resign. Which is crazy. You think about all the guys that the Marlins gave up: Ozuna, Yelich, Stanton. Real Muto. Those guys are real Muto. They have they've had a ton of talent and just yep yep. And I, I think one thing that set him back, and obviously it was Jose and Fernandez being killed in that boat accident, yeah, but yeah. I think that really set them back. But they've had all this talent. But now thinking about it, if he was there, I don't think he would still be there. They did all right yeah. in the playoffs this year, didn't they? Yeah. They yeah. took the Cubs out, but, yeah, that's I think those – the Marlins are interesting, but, yeah, they've had a lot of guys. Yeah. So real, the, I say real Muto is the – Interesting one to me because, in my opinion, he's the best defensive catcher in baseball. Yeah. Still. So and we've, so we've, I don't. Well, I think I mentioned last week to you, twenty five million is what he initially was. I think it was even looking north of. He wanted like a three hundred million dollar deal, which is absolutely crazy for a catcher. I mean, for any player, I guess nowadays, obviously there's Harper and yeah. Machado and and Trout and those guys, but. Um, so I did a little research comparing him to another guy that we mentioned last week, Yadier Molina. So, Real Muto turns 30 in March of 2021. 
He has a career 278 average. Seven years he's been in the league. 278 average, a 328 on base percentage. Um, he has four straight years, not counting 2020, although he would have been on pace for it, of over 100 strikeouts. He had 63 strikeouts in 2020. Or, sorry, 48 strikeouts in 2020. So you multiply that by three, basically. And he's over 100 again. Yadier Molina, obviously, we talked about. He's a career 281 average, 333 on base percentage, so higher in both of those. He's never had a 100 strikeout season. The most he's ever struck out in a season is 74 times. And he's got nine gold gloves, including, I think he had seven straight or eight straight years. I'd rather have a catcher like Molina that I don't, I don't know what his bad yeah. average was, but like Ross said last week, hit 220 and no pass balls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, over, I mean, over Yadier's career, he's got a career average better than Real Muto. Take that right over now. a fan Sanchez in New York. and Yeah, and a guy that doesn't strike out is... Who gets hurt jogging the first place. <laughs> right. So I think Real Muto's, I don't know. My thought was he was going to sign with the Mets, but obviously I didn't see the news with McCann signing there. So I don't know where he's going to go. And if I think I think if it's an if it ends up being another two or three weeks, because you think about it, these guys got to probably sign in the next four to six weeks, because we're not yeah. far off from training camp in mid February. Pitchers and catchers, right? Yeah, right around usually the first second week of February they're reporting. I was I did I wrote that down to remember while you were talking. Do we have a date for baseball though of a return? They they talked about doing like. So I know. As of right now, the Braves, the Braves schedule. Obviously, I know. I think the first game scheduled for like April 9th. so it's like a week, a week, week and a half later than normal. Okay, so it's still right around the same time. Right. Okay, because I think there's still discussion about how many are they going to go down to like 150 games, just to shorten it a little bit. To, obviously, 12 games is 12 games, but just try to shorten it a little bit. So they I, they haven't set a date yet, and obviously, not many sports have. I think if seeing. I think if in baseball's case, they did the short season. They ended pretty close to right around the same time they would anyway. I don't I think right at right around where they normally right. Do, so. so I think if you have if everything's all good, because we we talked about this a long time ago. I felt like baseball turned more into a uh, contract player discussion with the players' association than it did an actual like COVID issue. Right. That's what they they, they just got too much into that as opposed to like, do you want to play or not? Yes. And that kind of pissed me off because I kept thinking to myself. <laughs> There's a lot of greed there, and these guys want their money now. It was very entitled, and I get they're entitled to that. But if I was a player, I would have walked in, because I'm not going to have an agent, by the way, would have walked in and said, listen, I will take more money. I'll take less money this year if you if that means, you you know, and give it to me a couple of years from now, right? Yeah. It's not like you're broke if you're, if you're making good money. So I would have been that guy. Like, yeah. hey, that's cool, man. Sign me up for a Bobby Bonilla deal. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. And I and it just I couldn't believe like how greedy they are. And I just it it's selfish. It's entitlement. It's I think it's a generational thing too with some of these kids out there. Somebody in their ear, like an agent, like, oh no, take your money now. I think these player player sports athletes in general are just so out of touch with reality of the money they're making. That's why I like when we just mentioned Stanton, like I mean, I get your argument of, hey, you're walking away from $200 million, He's probably already made. I don't know if, how much he's made in his career already. Yeah. So. But if you said to any normal human being, hey, 
we want you to quit your job tomorrow and we'll give you a hundred million dollars to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause if I'm trying to remember the deal, I think it was like 10 years, like 325 million or something. It was too much. Before yeah, we so. get too far off, um, about the season change that they've possibly made, we don't really know yet. I, I think that it's a permanent change they should make. I've always thought that they they started a week or maybe two weeks too early. Like, we would always want to go to opening day in Detroit, and I swear, every year, opening day, it's snowing or sleet or <laughs> something. Up. They yeah. delay or cancel the game. Yeah. And to take 10 games out of a 160-game season, you're not getting rid of the, the premier games. Those are going to be like that random Tuesday at two in the afternoon game that it's like, who the hell can go to that game to begin with? So we've talked about that before. The only problem with taking 12 games out and being, being an ever permanent thing is the record books. Yes. Yep. I get that. But what we saw this year was a 60 game season and it was more exciting than I think any baseball season I've seen. Cause every game mattered. Yeah. So if you take 10 out, it makes the games matter more. I think what they need to do is because of <laughs> shit like that happens is they need to do a better job scheduling games the, in the north and the northeast. There's enough there's enough teams in the south and teams in the north with domes that you can make it yeah. possible. As I said, to me that is the easiest way to fix this. Uh, it's not easy, but going forward, as much money as they spend on stadiums, they need to require every stadium to have a roof. So you yeah. could you could play in colder weather uh, there were there'd be no more rainouts, so scheduling contradictions. Right. Yeah, I don't like shortening. I don't like. I get the argument for shortening the season permanently, but I hate it because I always want to be able to compare records to, you know, you look at like Babe Ruth and and uh, Roger Maris, right? The home run race with McGuire and Sosa. Well, if all of a sudden we were having playing a hundred and forty game season, we might never be able to compare those. Have right. those exciting races and you're, and you're right. You're never going to see those chance at the record books, yeah. right? You'll probably the only ones, the only ones you're going to see change potentially is like batting averages, right? Because you're if playing you, less. If you took away two majors in golf, and ten years from now some guys lacking a couple from tying Jack, you'd be like, "Well, this this asshole's only played half the majors." Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, if you took out two regular season tournaments, you wouldn't be saying that. We're not <laughs> no. talking about shortening the playoffs. We're talking about shortening. Like yeah. 10 games. We're not even talking 10%. Hey, golf the other thing, talking golf has playoffs now. The other thing, too, and I think a lot of, not just baseball, a lot of sports is there is clauses. You're going to hear about them for football in the next, like, couple weeks. There'll be clauses in these contracts you hear about, like, if this guy played in so many games or played so many snaps, so many at-bats, so many, and he's going to want every single chance he can and to if, get those. few of those guys on cheaper end have those deals. Yep. You know, oh, if this guy plays in – nine games this year oh this is like this is almost like the ring conversation we had about like how many games do you have to play oh, to get a ring right but you're yeah. talking how many games to get your contract not even contract out, like right? oh you might get a bonus if you play There's a lot of their bonuses 75 percent of the guys. a lot of mid-level guys will have a hey i've got a million dollar contract pay, right? yep. and if i get 300 at bats that automatically kicks in a two hundred thousand dollar bonus or something like there's that. one i you need dalton's contract this year not that yeah i don't know you have to go back and he's look got, yeah he's got but there was some. There's like higher, a seven or eight million dollar incentive. Yeah, it's like a million or two million and like but eight million. If I remember, contract. I'm trying to think if it was the Bills or not last year. There was a guy who needed to play in a certain number of games or needed like a certain number of sacks to like get like a two million dollar bonus, and they did all they could to get him there. And they they he didn't get it, but they just ended up giving it to him anyways. But those those are things like two million dollars to a guy who makes a million and a half a year is. Is a big deal. Yeah. You know, you're doubling your salary. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a lot of incentive base out there, and that's how they think they track guys to stay under like salary caps and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Anybody else? Oh, if you want transition NHL update. Well, for, before we do that, this asshole tried to get me in a Twitter debate. Oh, Call, he oh called you in, like that? He called in the backup troops. I did. Apparently, he responded to some tweet earlier, and it was like, what was it? It was like cut there, bench. There was, there, yeah, there was a start, basketball start, yeah, start, bench, and cut. There's three centers, Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, and Rudy Gobert. So I said yeah. I would start Bam, bench Rudy, and cut Embiid. And some asshole from Philly decided to respond and say, clueless. So what did he do? Called in reinforcement. <laughs> Kid never responded, though. No. I said, typical Philly fan, am I right, Kyle? <laughs> he texted me. And it. he just I didn't said, respond. Yep. He's been a liability for years. <laughs> and he is. I mean, he, that's a good example of, you know, I, I was waiting for that jackass to respond to that. <laughs> I was too. I, dude, I was so no. ready. To just, I was going to roast this kid. Hopefully he responds while we're on air. And we dude, can... he would have taken his phone back to Verizon and said, just, just, you can have it. <laughs> I would have, first of all, I would have started with, uh, how's that process going for you? <laughs> and. Well, now they're getting hardened, so he's probably getting yeah. a hard dick about it. So, And they're going to get rid of Ben Simmons. <laughs> right. And uh, why does Embiid think he's Steph Curry? Get your, your seven foot two or whatever it is. Get your ass yeah. under the basket. Yeah. So what well, some people listening to this and some of you may not know is before I started playing golf seriously, the one sport that I did take seriously was basketball. So I do know my shit when it comes to basketball. And I, you were probably too young to remember me playing in high school and stuff. And then I made that choice after high school. Like, I don't want to play in college. I just didn't want to. And then I caught a lot of shit for it. I did get recruited by a local college and I turned them down like four times. But so I do know my shit when it comes to basketball that guy, humble brag. That guy is a <laughs> not a big deal. Yeah, that guy is a liability. Right. Oh, he's he's always hurt. He's, I mean, he's, oh, he's always hurt. He gets hurt getting soda out of the Be- fridge because he plays twenty out of yeah. a quarter of the games and he puts up twenty five points a game. It's like okay. Yeah. And then yeah, and then he's just his positioning, his fundamentals—they're awful. If, if you got other superstars, I'd rather build my team at center around Stephen Adams. The unheralded. That's right. Not a superstar. The us, dirt, he does the dirty work. That dude's yeah. awesome. Does he the dirty might work. Be my favorite player in the league. <clears throat> you gonna grow your hair out like him? Maybe. Right. Too. I, so yeah, I was getting ready to roast yeah, that kid. I got. Another, I had another Twitter. I was. I guess I was on fire today. I was also gonna let him know that like I haven't touched a ball in probably like seven years, <laughs> but I could pick one up and smoke him if he needed me to. I looked at his account. It, it wouldn't have been a problem. Uh, LeBron. <laughs> LeBron said. Boo. Uh, <laughs> he uh he he said we can repeat. I mean it's that simple. And the guy says, I disagree. And I said, Well it's a true statement. No other team in the league can say they can repeat. All right? That is the Lakers the only one that can say they can repeat. Jesus. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. <this laughs> semantics. Okay. I'm just saying. Yep. No before you say it. They were talking today about I hope this opened up a can of worms with Ross. I don't know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I, hope this, I hope you go into a straight rant. They were talking today about how the NBA, maybe, like you said, they were talking all day about Harden going to. His nips are getting cold. That, he got a haircut, haircut. Now his nips are getting look cold. Look at Putting dude. a sweatshirt on. This is so good. They were talking today about Harden going to Philly and shit all day. And somebody brought up on a news network that the entire, the entitlement, I guess is the word they used, got worse in the NBA when LeBron pulled his little bullshit about I'm going to South Beach. Rather than the way they demand money now and stuff. 
And and the NBA, in my opinion, is the NBA is seriously hurting. They're gonna they're gonna play this year. They're gonna you know they're gonna, I don't think I don't think they're doing the bubble. They're just they're gonna they yeah, plan on playing. playing. Yeah. You want to talk about a sport that's hurting for ratings? It's the NBA. Yeah. So I didn't. And I don't know how they're gonna pay these guys. They got all these TV deals. They're getting all this money. But if you continue to get poor ratings, those TV people are going to be like, "Yeah, we really don't want. We're not going to. We're not going to give you guys the money yeah. anymore." So I don't. I texted you guys. I asked if you guys listened to the Kisner interview with on Foreplay. Started to yeah. So I ended up listening to it because we talked about. It. I think as we were watching the Bills game Monday night, Russ said they had tweeted something like it was a marathon with Kisner, and it was. I think it was like an hour and forty five minutes with him, and there was it was like two and a half hours total the whole thing because yeah. we talked for like forty five minutes prior. But I didn't realize he said that. Golf is the only sport, once sports came back, that ratings went up. He said that. Did you? Which is crazy to me that that was that was the one sport. Yeah. He just looked, like, really surprised when you pointed at him. Like, he wasn't paying attention. It's true. It's true, though. <laughs> like, what I do? He's, he's, he's like, I did. I'm just not used to praise, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this is. I'm not going to get political. This is all I'm going to say in my theory. I'm all for making the world a better place. But I don't need athletes to shove it down my throat. Right. Yeah, no, Yeah. none of them. And do. I know so. they get pissed off. like, oh, he told us to shut up and dribble. I didn't tell you that. I just yeah. want to watch you play basketball. That's it. <laughs> I want to watch you play baseball. I want to watch you play golf. If I want to listen to all the other stuff, there's other news networks and people I can listen to. Or do it in your free time. If I want to listen to you, I do it then. But yep. when the game's on, that's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, ba- basketball, what, a week and a half from now? And then hockey. Yeah. Going to hockey. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Did you? I'm assuming you saw that. On hockey? Yeah. Oh, of course. Are you cool with them shortening the season? We talk, you, I mean, you said before that they were going to be like a couple of years getting on track, but. I, I thought they were most willing to push their calendar back a couple years to keep seasons full, but they've. I think they're pretty much trying to get back on track now. But they, did, did they finalize it or it's not? It's I, still not finalized, right? It's, I don't. I don't know if it's officially official, but it sounds like they're coming back January thirteenth. They're going to play a fifty-six game season, which typically is eighty-two. So they're playing twenty-six games less than usual. And the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest news is they have to realign the, all the divisions yes. for this season. So they're still going with four divisions. Uh, because of the travel restrictions between Canada and the U.S., there's seven teams in Canada. So the seven teams in Canada are going to make up one division, and then the rest of them, based on geographical chunks, which I have those, but it's not worth reading them off. So the U.S. Gonna, U.S. teams aren't going to play Canada teams. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I would think I'm they pr- have to. I, no, I'm pretty no? sure they're only playing games within their division this season. Oh, wow. So I think there's four divisions. I think you only play within your division. Because so the divisions are bigger than normal. So you could play what? Uh, eight games. I guess eight games a, a team. I guess in in Canada, obviously, there'd be extra teams in the U.S. or probably eight. Yeah, for it, each in the U.S. Yeah, right. So or one one would have. Seven, How many I is guess. normally in a division? They recently just moved to seven. So they're in well, the, there's two that have seven, two that have eight. They're okay, in, so they're it's going to be about the same. They're in transition right now because Vegas has come in and Seattle's Seattle. coming in next year. So the whole division alignment has kind of been altered each of the last couple of years. Um, so, yeah, that that's going to be interesting if you only play teams within your division. Uh, it screws screws the Sabres. 
Right. The Sabres now they basically had to trade Detroit, the last, the worst team in the league, Florida, who really shouldn't be good, and they've added uh, Washington, Washington, Pittsburgh. But they lost Tampa, which is yeah a plus, I guess. I, th- I think overall it's harder. They've gotten rid of Ottawa. So I assume Montreal. it's like I assume it's like Buffalo, Boston, Jersey, both New Yorks, it's New Jersey, the, yeah, Washington, Pitt. So Buffalo's Philly. division would be Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey. New York, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Uh, the other two are kind of geographical, and then an all Canadian. To me, to me, the Canadian division is going to be very lopsided. Toronto and Edmonton are going to probably run away with that division. I think there's going to be those two teams, and then a big gap to the other yeah, five. Do you, you think Winnipeg will struggle a little bit this year? Yeah. Do you guys like? Because I do. Do you like the idea of, especially for hockey? Doing the uh, two sites for playoffs? Eh, depends if you get fans. Like or permanently? Not. No, if you can't have fans. If you can't have fans? If you can't have fans, yeah. I, I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Le- last year's playoff scenario, because there weren't any fans, I, I had no problem with the bubble type situation. Yeah, I'm just assuming at that point we're still not going to th- be able to yeah. fans. So. I think they need to sort through. They need to think ahead a little bit more on the scheduling so that you don't run into – uh, games that go two overtimes in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden you have to bump <laughs> bump a game back a day. It sort of I think felt they need to think about funny. that. But. It sort of felt like Olympics esque the way they had it all set up with the bubble and the games just sort of rolling constantly, and you you felt like you're tuning in and out in between work yeah, just yeah. to come back and see. But the I games. think I, I liked think it. I think you could switch it up even do like I know they're it doesn't seem like they're far apart I guess for us, but they are is like Ed, have like Edmonton and Calgary host, and then like Ottawa and Montreal. You know, have have like four cities, mm-hmm. so it kind of so you so you don't run into that issue where oh a game's going to go three overtimes now we got we got to move this well, game to eleven o'clock tomorrow morning or if you don't have you can't have fans so the arena doesn't necessarily matter Toronto yeah, obviously the has the Maple Leafs yeah. and then the Toronto Marlies have one of the bigger arenas in the AHL which is the top minor league right so within that Does, one city. You could have utilized the two yeah. arenas because the ring size is the same, so it's not. Yep. Yeah. And I assume most, putting an assumption out there, but I assume most Canadian cities have multiple rinks. <laughs> I would think they. I would assume most of them have a second. Yeah. Like I mean, Winnipeg, they think about how many have junior teams. Yeah, Winnipeg. We got the Manitoba Moose that are. Oh. Are, yeah, that time team. Love the Manitoba Moose. That sounds Canadian. Pretty good, oh, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love they're, it. They're a good team, eh? Don't you know? The Manitoba Moose. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can pick up like a hat or something. That sounds oh, awesome. Definitely yeah. gone. Yeah. I'll, Speaking of I'll Manitoba Moose, Moose Head Beer. Awesome. No free ads. <laughs> my, I hope someone in Canada is watching. My biggest question that I just thought of is with these new divisions, the Stanley Cup is always an Eastern team against a Western mm. team. So. They'll just switch. They'll that, just go east west once they get to the playoffs. Yeah, it'd be interesting how they align that, or you know, or yeah. they, they just take the top like sixteen, go to a bracket, or yeah, I don't know. Or just, or just like a sixteen teams and just like, play a tournament. Best of three, first round, just play a tournament, just go yeah. all out. Yeah, that, essentially that's what a, they do did last year, right? I mean, they it was still split still up split, into divisions, but, but yeah, no, just go all sixteen, top no matter 16. what you are, and just yeah. play it out. That'd be interesting to see how they do that. But either way, hockey, my favorite sport. I'm pumped to uh, 
have that back on the horizon. That's only it's only a month away now. Uh, I was disappointed it got pushed back two weeks, but yeah. I enjoyed watching the shit out of it. I mean, I'm probably going to watch more hockey this year than I did last year, but I definitely watched quite a few games when they went back and were in the bubble or whatever. They I know we've been waiting for, like, news on this one. The news came, then I then I fucking remembered this. Say we're signed Taylor Hall. I was really pumped yeah. again. Yes. I keep forgetting about it because it hasn't That's really it. been talked I, about besides, like, the two days after. Yeah. So the uh, their division's going to be tougher, but I think the shorter season could actually Help favor them. the Sabres. Because yeah. they could – they've shown spurts in the last couple of years where they've been able to have 10, 12-game stretches where they've played really well, so – they could hold on for a shorter yeah, season. Yeah, because this will be, be similar. Good. I forget how many – you might know off the top of your head how many they played in the um, lockout season a couple of years ago when – It was less. It was like 40-something, yeah, right? It was less so, than 56 games. Yeah. And I see the Rangers are the not going to give Canada a Lafayette kid Lafayette, or whatever. Yeah. Yep. They're not going to loan him. There's a few oh. big prospects that have been – that's – Common? It's not uncommon, yeah. I mean, if I'm going to pay in money, I'm going to probably say no as well. The only real big one is uh, Kirby Doc, who was uh, Blackhawks rookie last year. He tore it up. Oh, oh he yeah. is there playing for Canada. That's a big time advantage to have a kid like that on your team. So now, yeah. aren't they aren't they getting ready to travel for like the I say the World Juniors, but aren't they still doing that? Yeah, yeah. So like all those I kids don't know where are, that is this year. I don't either. But can you look up World, the, Ju- World Junior Championship. I don't know if it'll be twenty or twenty one. I forget how they. Because it, it usually goes from end of December into January, so I forget how they they're, year it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where that's located this year. But they're still doing it, which is, like, crazy because, like, and did I travel. Hear, but. Did I also hear, read correctly, that the NHL is planning on doing more outdoor games this year? They're doing stadium series still. They're, what you may have read is there were four teams, Boston, Pittsburgh, and I forget the other two, that were lobbying – to play their entire season, season outdoors. Really? Because if they were outdoors, they could have fans. The, res- the restrictions of attendance would be different. Yeah. I have not heard an outcome of that no. or whatever. Because Bru- everybody's, oh everybody's been saying, hey, can the Bruins play it? I, I've heard Harvard Football Stadium yeah. was a, a potential landing spot for the Bruins. What do you got there? Okay. Czech Republic. It's in the Czech Republic? Okay. Is that? I thought that's where they were last year. Uh, no, that was wasn't it in Canada last year. Uh, no, it was in Finland last year. Okay. Yeah. Art. No, it was in Vancouver. I'm sorry, it was won by Finland last year in Vancouver. In Vancouver. Correct. Okay. And this right. year it was won by Canada in Ostravar Arena in Czech Republic. Did, wait. So so that oh, what's so next year? So it, oh, you wanted to know next it, year? Yeah. Right. It's you coming said up. this year, and I yeah, looked yeah. up twenty. Well, my bad. Yeah. This year, meaning they're they're in training camps right now, and it's. Usually occurs between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, like championship games usually like January like seventh or something. Yeah. It's just after because usually the U.S. and Canada always play like New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like that's the big game. It starts on Christmas. Yeah, and host country is Canada. It's in okay, Canada. it's at okay. Rogers Place in Edmonton. In Edmonton. All right. Canada, in theory, based on the roster, should absolutely smoke that tournament. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Agreed. Isn't that kind of like watching basketball at the Olympics? Like. <laughs> No, 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 it's been pretty even the last few years between Canada, U.S., Finland, Sweden, won twice and fin- in the or th- maybe three times in the last like yeah. five or six years. Sweden, yeah, Sweden, and Nordic, Finland are up there. The Nordic countries yeah. really have a lot. Yep. Yeah, Sweden, Finland, Canada, U.S. has really kind of stepped up game in the last those, five, six years. Yeah. Are there those, a lot of young Russians that Russia's very yeah, good? Yeah, team. Russia's 
Yes. I didn't know if that was a phase they went through or if that was no, they're they're good. Thing. Yeah. They're good. Yep. So yeah, the, usually those five countries are are it. How about a hard segue? How about that, Josh Allen? <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing we've all got him on a list. Uh, I did not. I did not figure everybody else was. Yeah, I don't have him. <laughs> I got him covered. Before we go into Josh, though, you done with hockey? Yeah. Okay. So. My prediction was, I think Yeezy texted us. No, I'm not. PGA Tour video game released a hockey stick what? putter today. Did oh, they the really? Just so you know. Is that what you've been playing when I see you get on at night? No, nah, I've been watching the shit out of Netflix. Uh-huh. I haven't played since whenever the last time we played. I need to reinstall it. I'm going to be playing that again soon. I, I'll turn yeah, it I, was, I actually just was thinking about the day. I'm like, I need to get that reinstalled on my new Xbox. I downloaded, so, I downloaded the NHL like... A month and a half ago, whenever it came out, like mid-November, that is sweet. Let me see that thing. So I downloaded NHL like yeah, it's November like fourteenth. I haven't yes. I haven't played it once. So that is epic. Do you have to pay for it like a skin? I th- I think it was basically like got, a, how many skins you got? Four, <laughs> five. Actually. All right. <laughs> I think they just put it as an available club when you're shopping for uh. clubs. So you got to buy it. But yeah. It fucking probably goes far. Anyways, all right, now I'm done with hockey uh, <laughs> slash golf. So my Geezy Texas, my prediction was he said how how is talk radio going to be or whatever the next day after Josh. And as predicted, I turn on the TV and I got Stephen A. and Max Kellerman just blowing Josh Allen. I want to be like, time out, you two douchebags. First of all, don't hop on. The, you're not allowed on the, on the wagon. You're not. The two of you clowns are not because. I think it was like week like three or four. Kellerman was all over how great Wentz was. Jalen Hurts starting this week. I've been calling for Wentz's head for like since week four. Eagles fans have been calling it for about three months. True. But I also saw Eagles fans are like, this isn't right. You can't do that to him. It's like, shut up. I mean, you're done. Your season's over. You don't have a chance. That's probably why they want Wentz in there so they can have a high draft pick. (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, of course. We turn it on, and everyone acts like they've been all over Josh Allen the whole season, and it's total horseshit. The only people, the only persons gave him any credibility at all is Orlowski, and there's one, there's one NFL guy who's been all over him, Rex Ryan on I don't Sundays. Know if you saw the rant today, this morning, from a ESPN personality, Mel Kiper, went on for he was all over him at the draft three years ago. He went on for two and a half minutes, and the other. The host and the other three guys, they were doing, like, a redraft of that of that year. He went on a two-and-a-half-minute rant about Allen. And after they got done, they were all laughing because he was going on. I guess he compared him to Randy Johnson because one year Randy Johnson walked, like, 144 guys. And then the next year he went, like, 18-2 and two and won, like, or walked, like, 40 guys. He's like, just because he was inaccurate one year doesn't, doesn't make him terrible. Yeah. And he went, <laughs> dude, it was... That he is w- the weirdest comparison. That yeah. is a really weird comparison. Two and a half minute rant about how he was he's been all over Allen the whole time. And the other guys had nothing to say. It's just like stop. They were laughing so hard because he would just he was rattling stuff off. It was great. So Josh Josh acknowledges inaccuracies, which is kind of expected as a rookie, right? You're not going to come in the league and tear it up. So this past offseason he did an interview with or a couple days ago to interview with McAfee and said this past offseason he actually got his mechanics mapped or they go in and like analyze everything and hook you up to probably, you know, scientist shit. 
Technician. Don't look at me. I'm a technician. The technician. Uh, so Josh, he goes, I'm in the room with like two other quarterbacks, and they basically measure like your hips and stuff. He's Did you watch with, this interview? No, but he's probably in there with Darnold and, Dar- and did not help Darnold. <laughs> so they're, they're in there and they're like, okay, your hips are doing this. Okay, your hips are doing that. And Josh is like, they pulled up my stuff and said, uh, you're not doing it at all. <laughs> so he said he basically went into this, you know, worked more on his mechanics. He acknowledged in this interview that his entire career, as he had the growth spurt, was everything was like just fastball, fastball, fastball when he was throwing the football. And I think we've all seen a jump in his skill level the last, like, couple years fun fact for all of you guys who like to bang on josh's inaccuracies i announced i put this out the other day in the other podcast his season accuracy right now is higher than mahomes and ran rogers right now i think he's fourth in the nfl it's higher than mahomes and rogers and i have nothing against all those two guys but i'm just throwing that out there like higher completion percentage mvp i mean i think you're definitely onto something with what you're saying about He's just developing. You guys get on to me all the time about being a young Padawan. He's younger than I am. I've never used that word. Well, <laughs> not Padawan, but you know what I mean. Can you use that in a sentence? Don't go kill all the young Padawans, Anakin. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm pretty sure he does. Spoiler alert. Never seen that movie. I don't know what he he's doesn't watch Star Wars? No. Oh, no. Negative. No. You're out. Now, anyway. now, you're, now you're officially gone. <laughs> so, yeah, Josh is just growing and... I just I was pissed off Monday morning. I knew I was going to be. I expected it, but everyone was just like, "Oh yeah, he's you know he's so good." And it's like, dude, you've been you spent thirteen weeks not talking about him, right? Thirteen weeks, and some guy responded to one of my. Yeah, we're seeing Jim Kelly on the screen here behind you. Some guy responded to one of my tweets because I tweeted Matt Peralta about yeah. How in the hell did Vegas have the Bills as an underdog? And some guy tweeting was like. Well, he didn't. The line opened up at minus three for Buffalo. Money came in. Although maybe true, but why was it only minus three? And it just proves that there's like, there's no like, we talked about the other night when you guys were all here watching the game. There's no like knowledge of people actually like watching Western f- football in Western New York and Buffalo. Because anybody with a brain would have noticed that the stats that Josh is putting up, their record, and then you throw in the injuries of San Francisco, that line should have been at least seven. Or seven and a half, not three to open up. And then all the money came in, so the Bills ended up being a one-point underdog. Yeah, right. And the money always comes in uh, opposite Buffalo because everybody's like, oh, it's just the Bills. Yeah. But they're they're proving people wrong. And I think it. I think the line's changed almost three and a half points this week already. Playing Pittsburgh? Right. What's the line? I haven't looked at them yet. I thought it was two and a half Buffalo, and I think it opened up one and a half Pitt. So bills would have been so that's basically the same thing. Money came in on the bills around Pittsburgh. Yeah. Money came in on the bills this time. Pitt, Pitt was Pitt was minus one and a half. Now the bills are minus two and a half. Okay. So yeah, money came in on Pittsburgh. Okay. So what is that? Boy, can you confirm that? Yeah. What's the line? I mean, I can do it right here, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I saw it coming. Everyone's just like blowing Josh the next morning, out. and I, I actually said to Ali, I said if I am. Josh, and if I'm not forced to, I'm not doing inter- interviews with like ESPN. Be like, nah, I'm good. I would just turn it down and be like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Why do you guys want to talk to me now? Like, you, we were eight and three, nine, or, yeah, they're eight, no, they're nine and three now. Nine and three, nine and three. Like, you want to talk to me now? But where were you? They wrote that. Everyone wrote that team off when they lost to Tennessee. Right. My bookie still got it at Bills plus two and a half. Oh, Bills getting points. 
Correct. Mm. Um, where is it? Where is your? I got two and a half here too. Okay. All right. So now that you guys are on the line, if you were to bias the side, just use some sort of analytics in your head. Where are you throwing your money this weekend? Buffalo, because I think there's a couple potential defensive starters out for Pittsburgh. One definitely Dupree's out. Dupree, yeah, yeah, he's done. I heard potentially two or three. So, yeah, <clears throat> Dupree being a big one. Plus, they're playing in Buffalo, coming off right. their first loss Which, of their season. So they they should be far up. But I, I again, I think they I think Pittsburgh showed Monday they're they have <clears throat> they're not a dominant team. Yeah. So if I had to, and I probably will put pick them this week, bias aside, I would take Buffalo getting two and a half, no question. I would take it either way. I don't think, in my opinion, Pittsburgh was the worst 11-0 team in the league that we've ever seen because there were so many games. I think I looked up the other day in that book. Can you show, Can you hand me that? There's a number of games Pittsburgh had won by one score. There, I mean, there's a there's a... I think there's a picture going around. It says, like, week one. I forget who they play. It's like, week one beat this person. Week two beat this per- yeah, Danny Dimes. Like, it just went on, like, but they ha- they haven't played anybody in their last. Now they're Seven. starting to play some teams. Seven games they've won by one score or less. Two of those were the Ravens. Beat the Cowboys, Texans, Broncos. So they're And then they struggled against teams who were. You want to look at and be like, you probably shouldn't have struggled with them if you were as good as you, you say you are. I, I think we're going to see it, right? They play the Bills this week, then I think they play Cincinnati, but then they play the Colts and Browns to end the season. Yeah. Which are two decent teams as well, sitting at 8-3, and 9-3, whatever. And the Browns, are. I mean, holy shit, Baker Mayfield last week. but That team is all over the place. So they you are. You never know what they're going to get. But either way, I mean, at the end of the day, they're still 9-3. and three. Yep. And they rely usually on their run game. And I'll be honest, man. Pittsburgh's defense the last few weeks has not looked that great against the pass or the run. And if I had to put money on it, I mean, Pittsburgh is just, in my opinion, squeaked away. If they if they end up finishing the year out with a losing record from like last week on out, that wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, still going to be in the playoffs probably. But I'll tell yeah. you what, man, they've struggled with some teams they shouldn't have struggled with. Big Ben just isn't Big Ben anymore offensively. No, no, he's not. And I think the Bills' defense is coming along in these last couple of weeks. Yes, they've looked much better. One thing I did do today, and I don't, I, I did it because they're playing Pittsburgh this week. I rewatched the entire game from last year, mostly because it was a game the Bills clinched the playoff spot. How the hell but, did you watch? Did you, like YouTube? Yeah, oh. condensed version. It was like forty-three oh. minutes total. It just shows literally every play, but it shows like from snap to like guy getting tackled, then it goes right to the next play. But so shouldn't it be sixty minutes long? No, because there's clock time runs off. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, that makes sense. Math guy, uh, not a math guy. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't consider that. But um, but the Bills defense played out of the, their minds last year in that game. Obviously, they played. I think Hodges played quarterback, but it was Pittsburgh didn't really run the ball. They tried throwing it, which is obviously odd with not having with having Hodges in the game yeah. at that point. But that that game, I rewatched that game because I knew – I remember it was being a good game, but you can significantly see a difference from Allen last year in that game to how he has played so far this year. Yeah. It, it is incredible. Even a couple times they pointed out – I think it was Collinsworth. Yeah, cause it was Sunday, I think it was a Sunday night game um, again last year. But Collinsworth pointed out one time he made a throw, he stepped forward and he threw the ball to the right, and it – 
was like five yards short. He's like, he's just not stepping into it. And I don't think you see him do that much this year. He's using his hips. We yeah. learned that. He's <laughs> throwing his hips now. It's all in the hips. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh is unpopular opinion on the Steelers fans. Dan, sorry, buddy. They've got away with a lot, a few, quite a few games this year. I mean, I, I, Dallas was a head scratcher. I mean, they squeaked that one out. They had to come back and win that game. So, I don't know. They're gonna. We and we talked about you can't pick your schedule. They've played right. a, they've played a week schedule. You can't pick your schedule. That is what it is. Yes. But there are teams on that schedule who you probably should have beat by two touchdowns or more, and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And like I understand you, said- you got to play the game, but. As good as your off, I mean, the weapons that Roethlisberger has, and as good as that team is, like you, you almost lost to Dallas. Yeah, they struggled against them. Even like Dallas, I was Dallas hung in a little bit with Baltimore last night, but in the end, Baltimore ended up pulling away. Well, you can't miss three field goals and give up a garbage touchdown. It's true. I thought I was going to miss the miss the over, and that because <laughs> those field goals, but luckily it pulled out. Anyway, yeah, Josh looked good. I hope they. Win this week. Dolphins got a tough one, which could they be a separator this week if the Bills win. Dolphins. If the lose. Bills win this week. Dolphins lose. The Bills. If the Bills beat the rate or the Broncos next week, they clinch the division. Right. So a game and a half up right now, right? Uh, a game. Well, a game and a, because they they own the tiebreaker. Yeah, they beat the Dolphins first. Yeah. No, no matter what, they own the tiebreaker, and they Bills and Dolphins play. Last week of the season, but even if even if the Dolphins end up winning that game and they end up tied, the Bills win the division. Based on AFC record, okay, or division record, I think division, division record. record. Okay, all right. Well, sweet. What else you got, buddy? What do you guys think about? I, I we talked about it a little bit, but Greg Williams obviously got fired from the Jets. Did I text you guys mid game? Like when that happened, I was like, or texted you. Yeah, yeah, you you were texting when that happened, and I said, my first thing I said to you was that they just came out in man to man defense. There's 12 seconds left. That ball's going to the end zone. Yeah, and then a defensive back bit on a crossing route. Yeah, and they sent an all out blitz. Yeah, I don't. Obviously, Greg Williams is known for blitzing a lot, but holy cow, dude! All out blitz, and in my opinion. And in my opinion, he did the Jets a favor, right? He did. He sent the blitz to <laughs> secure, potentially secure the first draft pick. Let me see. I, yeah. I thought I screenshotted it, but no, I didn't. And but when I we've did talked s- about his, well, how is Gay still there? Oh, right. my gosh. But they fired defensive he's, coordinator. He's not going to be there yeah. by the end of the year. but yeah. He's still there because they're okay with losing in this to get into this draft. Yeah. yeah. So why do you fire Greg Williams? Because, because it was too obvious? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Save face a little bit, yeah. yeah. I'd I say mean, that draft pick is pretty secure. I Actually, if they win a game, like they jump to like the third pick in the draft. How? Or second. Sorry, second. Sorry. The Jaguars actually would take over. The Jags the, only have one win. The Jaguars yeah. would take over that first pick. Over the next closest is Cincinnati who has two wins. So Either way, the Jaguars are taking a quarterback. Oh, yeah. Or take Fields or Lawrence, whoever picked to have. Right. Yeah, they came out all out blitz, man coverage, guy bit on a double route. I'm like, where did you think that ball was going? The, the only person I was thinking about that whole time is you. I said, oh, shit, Kyle's losing his bat. Yeah. And they throw it out. I'm like, oh, shit, he's still alive. I still got the 0-16 <laughs> bat going. 
It's the greatest pass cars thrown all year. <laughs> but I saw a quote from Carr that said, when I saw them all out blitz, I was I can't remember what the exact quote was. He was like, I was so excited. Well, yeah, and right, you know you got Ruggs, who is a speedster. You just throw it down there, and even if he dropped, I forget what down it even was. If he drops it, I think you have a couple seconds to or you, throw another one. Or you get a penalty and you're right. running another play. But I Ruggs is so how, fast, like, it's not. I could have called that defensive play. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Hey, everybody on the goal line, all right? Yeah. yeah. No. Or just drop back and all out blitz. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, even I think it was last night, the last play of the game, Cowboys threw a, I think the Cowboys threw a Hail Mary at the end of the game. No. I but, saw it this morning. The Cowboys did a run play the last play of the game because someone wrote, typical Cowboys, game's out of hand. And they handed off to Pollard for like an eight yard run. I don't know what game it was then. Maybe it was Sunday. I don't remember who played Sunday. Maybe it was Sunday night. Somebody threw a, they threw a Hail Mary, but there was literally one guy rushing. They dropped everybody back and only one guy rushed. And he was like, he was going balls to the wall. And there's just five linemen just blocking one guy. <laughs> it was it was great, but. Start, smart strategy and defense. Right. I mean, the Bills won, lost the game because they did it wrong once. And then. Almost blew it again. Almost blew Chargers. it. Chargers. Chargers, yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand. Well, they actually caught that pass. Right, yeah. They ended up, they Chargers caught that in. pass, but yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. Anyway, you guys got anything else? Want to get into the Stars this week? Yeah. Stars? Sure. Um, oh, one, before we get Stars, Ohio State is playing in the Big Ten Championship. The Big, Big Ten changed their rules changed because the rule they weren't going to get a team in the playoffs. So, oh, we better change our rules. So... So now Ohio State's playing Northwestern, I think, for the Big Ten title, which is crazy because obviously it's it's only because they weren't going to get a team in the yeah. playoff. Like, oh, we need somebody, so oh, we'll get rid of what we said. But yeah. which, by the way, I was listening to a game the other day, college game, and I can't remember who they were talking about. They said this guy's one of the front runners for the Heisman. Lawrence was not referenced. Is he kind of out of talk because they haven't played because, a lot of games and well, he, he sat out? Like he's he, played more than most teams, most guys. Yeah, Has he? Because he, he, he missed well, two games? He missed two games. Two, but, but they've played 10, 11 games. Yeah, have they? I think he's yeah. played eight, like eight, eight games. Has so. he? I, I didn't remember. But and he's still got, obviously, he's still got ACC title game. Yeah. Which I think they vote right after that, but. There's no way he's not at least in the conversation. Yeah. I just didn't know how many games that they played or. Yeah. Yeah, because there's talk now that ACC and SEC title games, potentially Clemson-Notre Dame would play and then Florida-Alabama play SEC title game. If, if like, Florida wins SEC title game, those four teams are probably in the playoff and could potentially play each other again. Like, the SEC teams could play each other and the ACC teams could play each other, you know, a week and a half later. Isn't the only team that's kind of, like, on the edge right now is Texas A&M? I don't think AM is going to get in because they're not in an SEC title game because they, they're behind Alabama. Gotcha. All but right. I think Ohio State's the big factor, right? Yeah. I They should beat Northwestern. But I don't know. It would be tough. If they wouldn't have played this week at all, which I would have liked them to make up a game and have Ohio State play like Texas A&M this week because I don't think I, Texas A&M's game got canceled against Mississippi. Yeah, let them play. BYU and Coastal Carolina did it last week. Yep. It's happening in college too, so yeah. basketball. So, 
All right, let's get into stars. I'll go first. My third star of the week is Cole Beasley. Nine catches, 130 yards, and a touchdown. I believe that was a career high for him in yards, I believe. I believe you want to give your wife a shout-out, the stat she gave us during the game. He now, has, he now has the most touchdowns for a receiver under five foot eight. That is a, that is a stat I forgot about. I didn't remember that. Don't tell her. Don't worry. She won't listen to the podcast as far <laughs> in. Yeah. She just listened <laughs> the first five minutes yeah. and heard it. Before we move on, this is just recall from we were talking about Stroman, right? Yeah. He's one of six pitchers in the 21st century to play in the MLB that's 5'7 or under. And yeah. actually the stat was there's only six people under 5'10". I think he's one of three that's five seven or under. It's I don't, five foot seven. I don't believe that's that. I don't believe that either. The the second part of that. That was yeah. MLB.com. How, how many at five ten or under? Pitchers? Six. Pitchers? In the twenty first century, there have been six pitchers. Pitchers. Oh, pitchers. 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 Sorry. You said okay. Sorry. You said I should have okay. said pitchers. All right. Yes. I was, I was like, I can probably think of like but six still, or seven guys off the top of my head. Remarkable to me to think that someone with that much less reach could still generate those speeds. Yeah, yeah he still throws ninety five, ninety six. So six pitchers at five ten or under in the twenty first yeah, century. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the last okay. ten, oh, one year. Yeah. <laughs> what? One year. <laughs> twenty years. Yeah. Don't don't <laughs> cancel that. All right, we can continue on to stars again. <laughs> Sorry about that. Edit that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Uh, my third star, third star, Jordan Leavitt. He is the UFC fighter. Had that body slam knockout the other night oh, against. Yeah. I, I was just texting you Matt guys. Lyman. Yeah, it was only about twenty seconds into the fight. Did you see the replay of that? I did. That was awesome. Did you? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'll have to we'll show that to yeah. Yeah. yeah, just body, body slam knockout. Somebody somebody out. showed a picture of it and they Canvas. said he was like half out when he was going down. And I'm like, I don't understand how he would no, been half like, out no, going no, down. No. Nothing had happened in the match. He, he was trying from to, altitude. No. <laughs> yeah. He was trying to decide if he should put his legs down and yeah. try to stop it. He was not out. Yeah. And, yeah. Down. Somebody posted they're like, he looks out. No. And it was like he was probably like three feet off the ground. Yeah. I'm like, false. how the hell was he out? False. No no punch had been thrown. Get into, like, <laughs> yeah. Get into Twitter beef with them because that's false. Yeah. All right, we'll if you, fight. If you we'll need fight. me, let me know. All right, we'll fight. So my third star, I'm going to go, I got two third stars for a similar reason. One just happened tonight. Uh, one, Washington football team knocking off the Steelers, knocking off an undefeated season, and the Niagara Purple Eagles hockey team knocking off number seven, Clarkson tonight, 4-1. to one. Ooh. Ooh. Red Rocket, you're on notice. Oh, boy. That red rocket. Yeah. Throw some clubs now. <laughs> Dig into that bag. Which, by the way, to... he's going to get PJ Tour, get that hockey stick putter, and break it. By the way, first thing that I like got a chance to see before the Washington uh, Steelers game instantly pissed me off. Pam Oliver, we got two quarterbacks who are in contention for comeback player of the year. Uh, no, we don't, Pamela. We've got one who's already got it wrapped up, and it's Alex Smith. He's comeback player of the fucking century. Are you kidding me? Kisner called him the comeback player of of NFL, the entire NFL I, ever. I don't disagree History. with that. And, and I, I, I'm like, I said, I'm like watching. I'm like, no, he's not. The guy had elbow surgery. Like the other you know guy what? had 17 surgeries, went septic, and almost died. They actually, Haley just sent me this. They said, whenever someone t- says Ben Roethlisberger should be comeback player of the year, show them this. It's Alex Smith's leg in, yeah. in the halo. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy. You seen this? That's a lot of screws. Yeah. That's disgusting. Anyway, my second star. Uh, Victor Hovland for a second PGA Tour win. 20 under par. I'm glad he won just because I like him keeping his name in the mix for one that young group there with Matt Wolf and all of them. I'm just glad he's yep. staying successful. Speaking of, what do you guys think about a trophy? That is one of the worst trophies. Looked a lot like some turds I've come across <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't it's, see it. It's a, like a lizard, but the tail's like wrapped up on it. No, it, it looks it, like it, a piece of wood with a big ceramic turd that dangles kind of off the side. Dude, it's, it's, it's bad. Like a it's one of the worst turd. trophies I think I've ever up. seen. Yeah, I'll check, look it up. Check out the old Mayakoba. All right. And I don't uh, disagree with the star, but we noticed, I think, was it PGATour.com or something, had shared a, a stat that winning that tournament is sort of a curse. Anybody that's won that tournament hasn't gone on to win other tournaments. No, you said the Puerto Rico. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I take it back. Yeah. So we see the one that broke that curse. He broke it. Correct. Nice. So that's double stars then if he finally broke the 10-year curse. That's why he was a second star. Yeah. Oh, for breaking the curse. I thought it was just in general that he no, you said double. Win. You said double star and he's second star. Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger. S- semantics. <laughs> Thanks, scientist. It's a technician to you, sir. Uh, my second star, I don't think we've talked about him on air, but we've shit on him a lot off the air. So I'll give a shout out to Tyler Bass, the Bills kicker. Oh, yeah, he has pretty much completely turned his season around because I think after week three or four, we were all ready to drive to Buffalo and hand him his walking papers. I gotta, had his gotta bag. Love, gotta love that Bass. I had his bag half packed one yeah. week, and this week he surpassed the most points ever by a Bills rookie and or first year player. So a non rookie who came to the Bills. Gotcha. So rookie or first year player is the most points ever by. For the Bills. So. All, all about that bass. That is a terrible trophy, by the way. There's no, like, definition to it. Even if it's, you zoom in, there's like... Yeah, it's... It looks like a trophy they left out in the sun and it melted. <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> it's it's not good. Whoever made that had other shit to do that day. Yeah, it's not it's not a good-looking huh. trophy. Oh, wow. He's probably like, I'm not... I Why did I win this? Now I have to come yeah. back next year. <laughs> that is a terrible... <laughs> the more I look at it, the worse it gets. It's like on a, yeah. a two-by-four. <laughs> It's like, it's like somebody, somebody shot a woodchuck, and they're like, like, here, a, let's just throw this on there. It'll look good. So it looks like a petrified cat. I would just... Uh, <laughs> and the nameplate's like off-center because of the shit's hanging over. That is awful. No I, way. I would just put my bank statement on the mantle instead. There, yeah. Can I get one of those big checks, please? <laughs> Speaking of bank statements, so as, as I was listening to Kisner interview, they, he goes, after he won, he won like 700000 at the Sea Island there. Term he, he lost in the playoff a couple weeks ago, and he goes he he goes I texted Riggs said guys it's Wad Wednesday because what the hell's that he said that's when the direct deposit comes in for the checks <laughs> he said we just call it Wad Wednesday <laughs> so he goes he goes oh, I texted Riggs and he goes then I I took a screenshot of my bank account was going to send it and he says better not do that that'll be all over social media <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that <laughs> then he said he's like. Brittany, I don't know. I don't think it's his wife. It must be like his manager or whatever. He's like, they're like, oh, when do we get his check? He's like, well, whenever Brittany writes a check, I said, well, that's kind of awkward. Is do we like two days? Like on like Friday, he's like, um, have you wrote that check yet? Like, <laughs> I'm waiting on that. <laughs> yeah. He said he. I did see he told his team, uh, bef- it, before the Detroit Rocket Mortgage, before the Rocket Mortgage, he said he was just disappointed how he's playing. 
and he told his team before the tournament that he was going to make $3 million from here on out, and he made 3.2. Not bad. So he's, yeah, because I asked him how his season, how he thought his year was, and he said, he said, well, I made 200,000 more than I thought it was, so successful. Yeah. Who's up? Adam is second star. My second star is Aaron Rodgers. I'm getting to 400 touchdown passes. He's my first star. Quick, quickest ever. Um, 193 games. So a little couple other stats for you. How, do you guys know how many guys have thrown for 300 touchdown passes in the NFL? No. Um, it, it surprised me. 300 touchdown passes? 16. Close. 12. I, I thought it would be more than that. But then when you think about it, 300's a lot. Yes. Most guys average 20 to 25, probably. I don't know what the average is. But 300's a lot. And, yeah, there's only seven guys that have hit 400. Um, there are, on this list, there are one, two, three, four, five, six active guys that have thrown for 300. What's Brady and uh, Drew Brees at? Brady's at Brady's got he's up four now because Breeze has been hurt. Five sixty nine to five sixty five. Okay. And, and then there's back a, and forth. Peyton was up there, um, and Favre. Marino Marino's Rivers Rogers are those top seven. So yep. and I also looked some up and we talked about this earlier, um, with baseball playing loyalty playing for one team. The top thirty five Guys on the list for touchdown passes in a career, 11, 11 of them played for one team. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. Well, Rodgers was my first star for the same reason. There's four hundred touchdown. And obviously, I already mentioned Josh Allen. He's my first star. 375 yards, four touchdowns this past week. And the first Bills player ever to be named Offensive Player of the Week three times in a season. Ooh. Good stat right there. Good stat. Should be five by the end of the year. My first star is another combined star. Um, Played for the same team. Quarterback for Arkansas State, Lane Hatcher, was 11 of 14 for 326 yards and five touchdowns. That's not even the greatest part. His receiver had nine catches for 310 yards and four touchdowns. Jesus. Which is a freshman NCAA record, um, 310 yards. Record's like 405. Um, but, yeah, so the, the quarterback had 11 completions. The receiver had nine. <laughs> threw, nine for 310. They won like 48 to 10, but, yeah, he threw the ball 14 times. So to put that into perspective, uh, Lamar Jackson had 12 completions last night for 100 yards. <laughs> right. You got a star? You got a dud over there? Uh, yeah, I have a star. It's nothing specific that's happened. It's just it's been a noticeable shift, I think, in the last few years being a Bills fan. My star of the week is Sean McDermott. That fucking hair is awesome, by the way. I keep at my angle. It looks like a unicorn. You're like just I can't even look at, you. at my blinded. angle. It looks like a nice haircut, and then I remember there's that waterfall in the back <laughs> that I can't see from here. We'll get there. It's, it's just been nice. Sorry. We can talk more about my hair in a minute. How come I wasn't the star for cutting his hair? <laughs> I don't have to go into it deep. I think we all agree. Sean McDermott can yes. be a star of the week. Yeah. You better be I careful. You might be the dud next week. No, my my dud of the week, and I'm actually going to come around the table. That's why I've got oh. my, 
and take my things out. Yeah, oh, oh, he's coming over here. I was wondering why he's stretching my, out the uh, cable. My dud of the week, I think I can make it on the camera, is uh, people who pay for haircuts <laughs> instead of getting this luscious <laughs> This is my second haircut by Kyle Crane. I haven't Ooh. had a haircut since May 15th. May July, July. July 15th. You said May. I haven't paid for oh, one since right. May. Oh, okay. So oh. you gave me one in July, oh. but why waste your money? I haven't paid for a haircut in 20 years. I never. Pay, I I don't think I've ever paid for a haircut. Good dud then. Yeah, it is. So yeah, you're right. They're all chumps. <laughs> you do pull that off, by the way. You do. I like it. Even though he cut the sides, you you still have a lot more combined hair than the three of us. You got so. better hair than Bryce Harper. <laughs> I wouldn't go that Ooh. far. Maybe when you put the vanilla ice lines in it, then we'll talk. Oh, we're doing that. I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wait for feedback. We'll wait for some feedback. Ice, ice baby. Oh, uh, I'll give you feedback comments, right now. The comments are coming in already. They yeah. want you to do it. Are they females? Y- yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Who, you know who would love you to do that. I heard she just texted me, Paulina. She okay. said if okay. he cuts those lines in his hair. Yeah, I almost made a really tasteless joke, so I think it's about time we wrap this sucker up. <laughs> All right, well then, I guess that's it. Uh, real quick, if you've listened to this far into the podcast, and you leave a comment either on Apple or Spotify and YouTube, uh, leave a comment. I will send you a hat. I'll give one hat away. If you've listened this far on like the podcast, I will for more interaction. If you leave a comment, I will reach out to you, and then we'll find a way either through Twitter or social media to get your information. And I will mail you a hat, and I'll look like a baller. Yeah. All right, boys. Shot caller. Till next week. <laughs>